It was like a rap show. Yeah, we are live here in the city. This ain't no pretty living in the nitty gritty. <laughs> no, no, no rhythm on you at no, all. They should, <laughs> they should make a movie after me, like Eight Mile, but we'll call it like Squiggly Line Mile. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm going somewhere, but nobody knows where. Right, you have a lot in common. With yeah, that's true. Always changing my direction, living the dream. <laughs> so we're we're back on. This is episode thirty-three. We are currently living the podcasting dream or the live dream, wherever everybody's following this thing on. I get to point out that I had the back end um, subliminally plant the seed to name our mascot Larry. And technically, this is Larry's episode 33. Oh, this is. So what are we going to do about that? It's, it's special. It's very special. Very special. So we're going to give a little shout out to Larry. There he is, our little guy. If you guys want a Larry sticker, all you have to do is share the podcast and send us a screenshot and we'll send you a couple stickers. Yep, there we go. Back of the phone, on the computer. I got Larry everywhere. Check it out. Nice. Yeah. If you've ever seen our exit thing, Larry's all over the place. Uh, Larry is uh, an adorable mascot that really plays into the brand and the identity of Out of the Cave Media. We're a little goofy. We're a little different. And we're not the same boring personality that you see and all the other agencies and all the other businesses out there that don't understand it. Right. If you've ever gotten an email from us, you'll know that. We are the banana. In a bunch of bananas. <laughs> we are bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> we need pom-poms. We do. All right. Oh, bananas. So today we, we have a pretty cool episode. What we wanted to talk about was the application and use of technology and businesses and making sure that the business doesn't necessarily wholeheartedly depend on the technology to run the to make the business like happen and work and the business focuses on making the technology actually work for the business. So you're not beholden to it. Yeah. So a lot of the times we see, you know, people, they, they, they get so caught up in the technology and then they, they try to make like their business, their procedures, everything work around the technology and it, it, things get piecemealed. Right. So you have this tech for that and then you're like, Oh, I need this then now. So they go get another piece of tech. You really want to make sure that your your business is tight, your policies and procedures are tight. Um, you know how your product works, how your your whole flow, sales cycles. Do a good job in your business on that stuff, and then you want your software to enhance it. And any sort of tech that you bring in uh, should get better and should work for the business. Uh, but ultimately, um, you don't want the business to work for the tech. You don't want to have so much stuff that you need a specialized person to even deal with it and, um, and just, you know, make sure that you don't get bogged down doing yeah. that type of a function in the business. I think one of the biggest things businesses fail to recognize is when they adopt a new piece of technology, how much structure and organization and resources they need to put into to make sure that technology functions properly on right. And if the business is, the business fails to allocate the the required resources and the necessary structure, doesn't initiate strategic planning or put the right people in place to make it work, you're going to get a piece of technology that 
isn't put out the way that it's intended to be put out and doesn't get adopted by your team or your customers. And if you're in that situation or position, you've essentially set yourself up for a failed product and what you had decided on doing that was probably initially a great idea, but we didn't have the proper planning to make it work. Right. This is where strategic partnerships come in. You know, if there's, you're working with a great piece of software or any sort of support tool for your business, uh, companies do that, you know, and they're built around that. And they've learned how to scale it and they've learned how to, you know, have all the customer service and get it done. Uh, I know like we do our own websites and stuff inside of Out of the Cave, but we actually also uh, have a strategic partnership, right? Because the strategic partner brings in a huge team and huge expertise and huge ability level, uh, customer service, on-call, all the stuff. And, you know, then we have our one person that can handle it, right? So it's just, it's learning how to leverage and utilize the technology to work for the business and ultimately free us up to do what we really do well uh, and charge forward and, and improve our business. Yeah, and that's a big thing. When you're learning or thinking about adopting new strategies, new technology, you need to take a step back and say, is this within the niche we're in? Are we capable of doing this? Are we going to be good at doing this? Or is there someone doing this better than we are who operates this technology already that we can just work with and create a partnership with? And more often than not, businesses try to do it themselves, fall apart, fail to make it happen, and then have to do the strategic partnerships anyway. So when you do it, you have to look at it from both parameters. Can we do it? If not, who can do it better? And who can we attach ourselves to to provide the best service for our customers and to provide the best interaction for our team, our staff, and our employees. Right. And look at it from a financial standpoint. You know, if you have a full-time employee and, you're, and they're put on um, heavy on managing softwares, what is that costing? Right. You could pay a fraction of the price to a company just to handle it. For you. And they bring with them teams and resources. Yeah, exactly. And if that's put together, then you're all set and you can just outsource it, have a strategic partnership, have a good like master agreement set up. And then you have a, a free flowing thing that works with you and the company you partner with. So the big thing behind all this is when you learn, when you're trying to think about adopting and, and moving towards new technologies, just need to make sure those technologies are going to work for you. You need, you need to make sure you analyze why you need it, what you need it for and what it's going to do for the business. And then when you move forward, you need to say, okay, is this something that's the flavor of the week that everybody's jumping on? Or is this something that's going to be important for me to use? And if it's just a flavor of the week, you might want to wait a little bit, see if you actually need it, and then jump onto it after you've taken some time to organize some strategic planning around it. And if it's not the flavor of the week and it's essential or critical component to the business, then you go into how do we make it work for us in the best possible way, in the best possible scenario. And something else is, you know, a smaller smaller company might have to piece some, some stuff together, some inexpensive technologies. Um, and they really only have to do it because they can't afford to do a custom solution. You know, so they might well get four or five different softwares to accomplish what one software could handle, except the one software is a little bit more robust, needs a little bit more setup time, uh, maybe a little support, you know, so, uh, which is normal, right? But if you're a small business growing and that's how you have to do it, you should be planning on a day when you can consolidate everything into a customized solution that specifically looks at your business, uh, your pipelines, right, your procedures, how you interact with your clients, uh, and then it's built out around that. Exactly. And when you look at the key like critical pieces of technology and components that you're probably going to have to use, you're going to have to have 
some sort of customer relationship management solution. So you can remember to do things. You can have profiles, payments, and all that stuff. You're going to need some sort of communication platform so you can communicate back and forth, whether it's email or Slack or Basecamp or whatever you want to use for it. You need something like that. You're going to need an internal communication platform for your team. So maybe that's Slack or Glip or what are, one of the other solutions. Those are the big ones. So you need a way to communicate with your customers, manage the customer profile and the customer actions, and then you need a way to communicate effectively. And these are the, the biggest struggles. And that's why a lot of the biggest companies are companies that are either data storage or communication and project management platforms. Right. Yeah, and uh, that's something that we struggled with early on, right? Really trying to figure out how to get all the technologies to work for us and, and all these things. But uh, I think what really helped us is we actually went back and didn't focus on what tech to find to, to fix our problem. We went back and, and went through the entire process to make sure it was really smooth. And then we figured out what we could plug into for products to enhance our processes. Right? So we, we kind of didn't try to shoehorn into something. We, we just we, we figured exactly what we needed and then made it work. Yeah, exactly. And it was much better decision for good us. point it's it's the big picture idea so what do we where are we going where do we want to be and what do we need to get there what are our strategic principles and ideas that we need to accomplish and then you take you once you have all that compiled you say okay what piece of technology is going to provide the biggest amount of support to get us there and then you take the things that fit right into what you need specifically and that's organizer yeah. technology adoption that's right. And we've learned that we actually want when we when we uh, build things for clients and we have and we work with softwares, the main thing for us is the support. And so we're willing to pay a little bit extra uh, if somebody else is responsible for uh, the tech issues with it and support. And, uh, we don't have time to be messing around with that stuff. Uh, we're, we're very client interaction heavy for us. So. Uh, we need to make sure that if something's not quite going right, somebody takes care of it immediately. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the biggest pieces. We always talk about customer-centric business, and it's always a two-way street. So we need to be able to interact well. We need to make sure it's a good experience for both customers and staff. And then if both of those things are working really well and we have it organized and the technology is providing that solution and we have the customer support for that solution, then we're winning because we're making people happy and ultimately making less friction happen in the whole communication and process of adop adopting into this new stuff. Right. Very important. So I think this is a good time to uh, give a shameless plug to. Oh, look, they gave you that t-shirt. They gave me an extra large. <laughs> they gave me one that fits. This is one of the companies we, uh, we've got a strategic partner partnership with, and they're good for custom build out solutions for, for organizations. So it's not necessarily the, you know, it's not cheap options. We have both lots together. We use Infusionsoft as a, a little bit higher level custom build out, you know, built specifically for you and your business. Um, and then we use other tools as well, right? But we, we use our systems and our, pro our procedures and the way we, we do things. Uh, and then we, we put the right, softwares to them to make them work for your business. We don't specifically build out for a, a certain software and then try to make it work for your business. Exactly. Infusionsoft's cool because it's a 
it's not really an email solution like we talked about in previous episodes. It's a task management solution. So you can have tasks assigned and organized. People have to check them off. If they don't, you get a task if they didn't do it. So if you want to be a really good manager and you want to make sure that you're on the ball, it's a really good solution to organize that kind of stuff. But they gave me an extra large T-shirt, so I can't even wear my shirt. It's like a muumuu. You know, you could if you cut the sleeves off. Oh, I could cut the sleeves off and like tie it and stuff, and I'd look jacked. Yeah, make a muscle yeah. shirt. Then I can wear it on Jacked and Chan Saturdays when we do bicep curls with kilos. I think it's yeah. important. Hundred percent. All right. This is a, All right. Bravo. This is yeah, this is a good episode. I was. I'm excited about this one. We might see everybody tomorrow. Maybe not. We don't know. We've been pretty good about daily, but we have to be good about almost daily too. So maybe we should skip a few days. We should try. We have a hard time. We both get itching to get back on. I know. It's really fun. I did a podcast the other day at 10 o'clock at night and I was pumped. That's right. What else is there? Just put out content every day. That's building the relationship, showcasing that you practice what you preach and uh, making sure people know what you're doing and they're happy about what you're doing. Providing value. The ultimate goal. Hi, guys. Thanks for tuning in to episode 33. Show dedicated to our our mascot Larry. Yeah, Larry's a champion. Might see you tomorrow. Maybe. See ya.